Hey, y'all, thank you so much for joining us today on Origin Gates Daily Podcast called Wisdom's Echo. My name is Parker Thomaston, and I am so honored and delighted to have this opportunity to share my heart with you. Now, what I want to talk about today uh, could be titled as The Giver, and uh, I'll obviously share the story of how this has begun to uh, just stir me in my spirit um, in relation to what I feel the heart of Yahweh is doing on our behalf right now. So uh, to kind of uh, prep uh, this this upcoming story, uh, I want to share with you um, some memories that I have growing up about the way that my mom and dad used to give uh, to me and my siblings. So if you don't know, I'm the oldest of five children. Uh, my parents are fairly young. I'm in my mid to late 30s, uh, and they're in their mid to late 50s. I've got um, three brothers, one sister, uh, all the way down to a 21-year-old brother. Uh, happy birthday, Easton. Uh, he's the baby of the family, but he and I uh, graduated at the same time. Uh, <laughs> surprisingly enough, I was graduating college. He was graduating kindergarten. Um, but we have had an amazing time growing up. And um, this time of the year here in the United States, we begin to celebrate Thanksgiving and we have Christmas coming up. And and whether or not you believe in uh, this pagan holiday, um, it's something that I have chosen to redeem on behalf of my family. Um, it's, it's a time where we just enjoy rehearsing Yahweh's goodness in our lives and celebrating His goodness and His faithfulness and we tell the stories of His love for us, uh, not only to encourage each other, but to also um, allow our children to be able to witness how good Yahweh truly is to us. But um, I was I was thinking back the other day of what it was like to be a child. Now, um, for us, we love to bless our children with gifts, and um, we are very grateful that we have the opportunity to do so. Um, so, I was thinking about how whenever I was a child, like I, I thought that the best thing about Christmas uh, was being able to wake up Christmas morning, run downstairs, and be able to open all the presents that uh, my mom and dad had gotten us. And they never told us the myth of Santa Claus. Um, they had always presented it that Yahweh had blessed them uh, to be able to give us what was in their hearts to bless us with. And, and I appreciate that. Um, but I'm not going to open that can of worms today. Um, however, you know, I remember whenever I was a kid, uh, one of the big things that was made available was a Nintendo 64. Uh, now, this was a video game. I was not a big gamer, um, but but I enjoyed playing with my brothers, and uh, he's actually very talented um, in gaming and things like that, and, and still enjoys it with his kids now. Um, but I remember at the very end after after we opened all of our presents, we were very grateful, had a lot of small gifts. Um, but I remember my dad uh, brought this big box out and he opened up this big box and, and he pulls out a controller and a video game. And then he pulls out the console of this Nintendo 64. And, and he was acting like he didn't even know what it was. But we were so excited for him to get this Nintendo because we knew how much we had wanted one. 
um, that we were celebrating him. And then he turned and, and they played the trick on us and said, this is actually, uh, this is yours, you know. And, and so I remember my brother and I took off running. Uh, fortunately, we live in the south. And so uh, our cold doesn't get nearly as cold as most places. Uh, but it was still cold to us, and we were both equipped in our uh, probably Mickey Mouse and Superman underwear. Um, you know, we were probably in our early 20s. I'm kidding. Uh, but we ran outside, and we just began to celebrate and jump up and down, and we were so grateful. Um, but it always struck me odd that my parents, um, they would get things for each other, but it was normally one or two small gifts. And, and I remember my mom and dad talking about how much of a gift it was uh, to be able to give us what was in our heart to receive. And I was thinking, man, I never want to grow up, you know, because um, <laughs> I don't see how it could be uh, very much of a blessing um, to have to spend your money on somebody else and not be able to to get the good things. But, but now as an adult in my maturity, I'm able to recognize the blessing that is associated with that. And it reminded me of a scripture that, that we're probably all familiar with, uh, but it's found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 10 through 12 says, or if he asked for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also unto them for this is the law and the prophets. Now this is the new King James version and, and we're very, um, we're very familiar with that, but I want to switch over real quick to the Passion Translation. And um, and this says, or when he asked for a piece of fish, what parent would offer his child a snake instead? For if you, imperfect as you are, know how to lovingly take care of your children and give them what's best, how much more ready is your heavenly Father to give wonderful gifts to those who ask him? In everything you do, be careful to treat others in the way that you'd want them to treat you, for that is the essence of all the teaching of the law and the prophets. Now, what kind of brought me to this thought um, was something that happened today. And, and, um, we had planned a surprise for the boys. We we like to get them one big gift uh, every year, and so we we found what we wanted to get them this year. My wife went and picked that up today. They loaded it up in the van for. Um, she had to have all the seats folded down and and kind of make room uh, for this gift. And uh, I'm not going to tell y'all what it is because uh, my boys may be uh, sneaking on the other side of this wall, uh, being nosy, trying to figure out uh, what the surprise could be, but she went to go pick it up and it took several guys to load this thing up and get it in the van. Now, the problem was uh, whenever she made it home, we kept it there until I was able to uh, pull this thing out and find a prepare a place and find a place to hide it that they wouldn't be able to find out what it is. Um, it's very big. Uh, it took three guys to load this thing up and I unloaded it by myself and I'm not patting myself on the back, but mainly because I'm too sore to do so. But um, but I, I remember just making place for this. And as I began to do that, I had such a joy begin to just fill my heart thinking about how awesome it is to have the ability to be able to know what my children want within a reason and to be able to give that 
to them, to be able to bless them. And um, I, I don't want to withhold anything from my kids. Uh, there are so many stories that I could tell you about things that Becky and I do to equip them to be able to handle finances and, and deal with big numbers uh, that are intimidating for a lot of adults. But but even as children, they're comfortable with them. Like, you know, I may have shared this before. Uh, we went to go jump at a, a trampoline park recently. And um, Eli, my oldest son, he'll be 10 the middle of December. And um, and so he, he said, Daddy, how much is it for me to jump for two hours? And I said, I don't know, buddy. It's probably around $25. And he said, well, how much is it to own a trampoline park? I said, man, I have no clue, probably three quarters of a million dollars to get this thing started up and, and underway and have, you know, cash in the bank for operating expenses the first year. And this is the way we talk. And um, he said, we need to, we need to own one. And I just started laughing and I said, dude, you must not have heard what I said, you know? And he said, well, it must be profitable. And I said, why did you say that? And he said, because they've been in business for about three to four years and they couldn't stay in business if they're not making money. And I'm thinking, shoot, man, it, that kind of number intimidates me. Like it, it kind of makes me think, well, I mean, that's a big amount of money. And uh, for him, it's just like, <laughs> what's, the, what's the decision today? Are we going to spend $25 to jump at the trampoline park? Or are we going to go <laughs> raise three, three quarters of a million dollars to own one? Um, but, but it's, you know, being able to bless your children is an incredible gift and blessing. And, and I, I, I don't take it lightly that we're able to do that. I'm very grateful because I remember uh, being laid off of a job several years ago. And it was almost like Becky and I had to start from scratch um, because we consumed all of our savings and everything that we had available just to be able to make ends meet. And uh, we had like $32 to our name. And I remember going to a Dollar Tree, uh, which is a place here in the U.S. where everything's a dollar. And, uh, and we picked out items for our two oldest kids who were children at the time. And, uh, and that was their Christmas. You know, Becky and I couldn't afford to get each other anything. And, and so I, I don't, you know, I don't cast those memories aside uh, because uh, when you tend to do that, you can almost take what Yahweh has given you uh, for granted. And I, I never want to do that. Um, and we've shared those stories with the boys as, as they get things now that, you know, um, you know, just they're very expensive, um, but they're responsible. They love us. Um, they're they're great young men, and and our daughter uh, is only a year old, but she's got me wrapped around her finger. Uh, I'm gonna have to find a way. I need to to get hooked up with Mark and Kate, uh, Wilburn and and Neos, and and find out how to help my money work for me. Uh, but it's it's just amazing to be able to do that. But I say all this to say that I was down in the garage, moving some things around, and I was preparing something uh, just to be able to stay in a position here for several weeks until I'm able to present these gifts to our children. And, And Yahweh reminded me, that this is what he loves to do. And this is how he incorporates the host of heaven to work on our behalf. And and what that is, is that he goes before us to prepare the way to be able to give us these wonderful gifts, these things that we desire, um, these things that we ask for just because he loves us. And, And it's not about what he gives you 
or what he doesn't give you. Please don't misinterpret my heart here. But it is an encouragement um, for me to remind you that Yahweh sees you where you are and he knows what you desire. And I believe that his reminder to me, I mean, even as we read this from the Passion Translation and Dr. Simmons' translation of, of the scripture here, is that that this is this is Yahweh's heart, you know, to be able to give us not just good things, but wonderful things. Excuse me. And 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 I felt this this joy overtake me today um, as I was doing some work that was very difficult, moving something that was extremely heavy, uh, only to to not present it to my children, but to prepare it for them. And and I believe that that Yahweh just wants to encourage you through this message today that He is not preparing things uh, to present to you necessarily right now, but He is preparing things to make a place for what He desires to give you. And, and, and the only way that my children could really be disqualified from receiving what I've already prepared is for them to allow their hearts to move them out of alignment with my heart. Um, when they get in trouble, when they, you know, um, disobey and and just uh, show themselves ungrateful, when that happens, uh, they don't get the blessing. They they learn tough lessons. And, and unfortunately, I think oftentimes, we may be offended that Yahweh doesn't give us what we have asked for or even within the time frame in which we've requested it. And, and it, it moves our heart out of alignment with Him. So so I caution you today not to allow that to happen. Um, it's not about what Yahweh desires to give you, but I'm telling you that's an added benefit um, because it is His heart to bless you. It is His heart to, to allow you and I to rule and reign and govern on earth as things are in heaven. We are the gateway. We are the portal that allows the kingdom of heaven to be manifested through our lives. And so, family, I hope today that this is an encouragement to you to just be mindful of, of the heart of Yahweh preparing things that He desires to present to you and I. Let your faith and your hope be stirred in the fullness of all that Yahweh has desired for us to walk in. Family, I love you so much. Thank you for joining with us here on Wisdom's Echo. It's such an honor to be a part, and I look forward to the next time we have together.